On today's episode of Shooting the Breeze, we're having a little fun. What other professions would members of your local weather authority be doing if we weren't meteorologists? Molly, Adam, and I will sit down and have a nice little fun conversation, changing the pace from all the talk of severe weather and flooding over the past few weeks. So sit back and let's have a nice fun conversation and shoot the breeze with your local weather authority. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, good night. No matter when you're listening to this podcast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates, joined by Meteorologist Molly Mason. Hi, everyone. And Meteorologist Adam Sherwinski. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys? Uh, It's been wet. Man, we've seen a lot of each other the last few weeks. but uh, And not for this. Not not for for this. Yeah. (laughs) It's literally been since last month. That we've had our last podcast. It's been a month, exactly four weeks or so. It's been Has a while. Because I know I was out of town for one of them, and then we had severe weather, and then we had severe weather, and then we had... Chris was off. Chris was off, and yep. then we had severe weather, so... Yeah, we like to do this together. We could always do it without one of us, but it just doesn't feel right. No. no. It's not fun. It's not fun. So, all right, uh, before we get to the fun stuff, let's talk about on this date in history. History. So I always follow this page. Uh, Facebook. This is a plug for my, my personal plug to this Facebook page. Uh, this day in weather history, they give out tidbits of information from historic events on that specific day. So for July 12th, 1996, Hurricane Bertha made landfall near Wrightsville Beach, North Carolina. A strong Category 2 hurricane, Bertha's strongest winds, and landfall occurred near the time of low tide, which helped prevent more significant coastal flooding and erosion than what actually happened. The largest storm surge of 8 to 10 feet was near Swansboro and Emerald Isle. And, yeah, that's one of our first ones. I have usually do the tornadoes, but I start off with a hurricane because we are in hurricane season now. So let's get right into uh, the Elma, Lawler, Wicoma, Iowa F4 tornado, July 12, 1971. 10.9 mile path, 8 injured, and nearly 50 farmsteads extensively damaged. So these, again, are all from this day in weather history. Great page again on Facebook. You can follow them there. July 11, 2017, a moderate outbreak of 15 tornadoes struck in the Northern Plains, the most significant of which were near Minnesota and Dakota, North Dakota. Uh, high end EF2s, so that's a relatively recent one in history. And we're going to do one more that isn't tornado related because I always feel like I have a tornado related one this time of year. July 9th, 1982, a microburst caused the crash of Pam Am Flight 759. Right after takeoff from New Orleans International Airport in Louisiana, 154 or 45 people on the plane and eight people on the ground were killed. So mm. that's a big one right mm. there. And people forget, they always think of lightning, oh, lightning, lightning. It's like, you guys got to watch out for microbursts and downbursts. Those are yep. even worse. Mm-hmm. At least planes nowadays are equipped to detect that stuff. Yes. So that's that's really not much of an issue anymore. Um, but then there was another big event in uh, Dallas. I, wanna, I don't remember the exact date. I want to say... It was either late 70s or early 80s. That was a bad one. I remember learning about that one in school. Yeah. All right. uh, So let's have a little bit of fun. If we weren't meteorologists, what would we be? Who wants to start? Nose goes. Nose goes to who's going last or who's going first? Last. Molly's up. I had to look. I was confused. That's why I went first. I was just going to go, let me me decide. My nose. Uh. Fingers on my nose. All right, Molly, you're up. Um, Ladies first. 
I haven't, I think my backup plan was teacher for the longest time. Uh, and then, because weather has been something that I've been wanting to do since I was in eighth grade. Um, I got really interested in emergency management for a while, uh, especially with the weather background. I thought about, hey, go into emergency management, help out with surveys and stuff like that, help people out, get stuff coordinated. Um, I also thought about hazards planning, so planning prior to disasters mm-hmm. happening and how to mitigate response times and everything like that and for not just tornadoes or flooding or but for hurricanes, landslides, stuff like that. Um, I actually put in an application for a substitute teaching job before I got my full-time job here because you just need a bachelor's degree for that. So, and well, you know what? That's actually quite common in in our field too. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of Mets, especially in lower end markets, tend mm-hmm. to tend to do this little teaching on the side. A lot of math and science teaching because. Um, if you don't know, our degree is very intensive in mathematics and science. And usually, I think we're only like one or two classes away from obtaining a math minor or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually can see a lot of that for you. Teaching in the emergency management side, especially. I mean, I've uh, also thought about doing the teaching side of things too, but that's also because I come, and that was before I even thought about being wanting to be a meteorologist. That was back when I still was afraid of storms. Uh, and because uh, my grandfather was a superintendent there at Delavan, um, my grandmother was, I think, a sub and taught a typing class for a while. My uncle teaches at Urbana High School right now, uh, and he's been an educator throughout his entire career. And his wife at the time uh, was also a teacher, too. So I got a lot of educators in that mm-hmm. side of the family. And uh, so I'm surprised none of the grandkids ended up being teachers at any point. So. But then I saw the pay, and I was like, man, they don't get paid enough. Because they deal, with, deal mm-hmm. with a lot. Mm-hmm. We deal with a lot, too, yes. But they deal with a lot in a different realm. And their their job is 24-7, it feels like. I mean, summers are all mm-hmm. for fun, but you still got to stay busy. Well, see, yeah. my summer wouldn't have been for fun because the field that I wanted to go into was going to be music teacher. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, wanted, I thought about being a music teacher or, like, helping with music if I became a teacher because I did band for seven years um only two instruments but music was a heavy background and then I got into college and I was like wait hazards looks like fun oh wait emergency management looks like fun but tv tv's fun you know I did band all through seventh grade all the way up to or no sixth grade all the way up to uh high through high school too uh, two of, some of my best friends are were through band too, and I thought at one point about that. Then I looked at music theory, and I went, "No, I, I don't want to do anything with music theory." <laughs> I remember music I hate theory. Music theory. I get it. I understand it. I don't want to teach it or touch it. Just I, okay. I know what's going on. Okay, let's just play. Let's just play. I just want to play music. Can we make music? I remember music theory. Uh, <laughs> I like music theory. I thought that was fun. Yeah, it uh, didn't didn't hit me right away. It didn't soak in, but I went the more I did it. I enjoyed it a lot. The first time I learned about it, I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then the second time I got more into it, I'm like, oh, yeah. and then it clicked. Yeah. But even still, it has bad memory, <laughs> bad taste in my mouth. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Emergency management was something I thought about doing. And then I went to our emergency management club and I was like, this is cool, but not, I, I like TV more. <laughs> that was in college. Then, well, but then you got the opportunity to chase for work too. So. We got oh that's true. We we had our storm chase team though, so that's why I was like, I'll do all my chasing with the storm chase team in college. And we didn't have one of those. Oh. We well, I lied. 
we didn't have a storm chasing club you could storm chase yeah. and you could present it at severe weather club but oh, you could cool. not chase under the college's umbrella gotcha yeah we usually had kids go out there put the cb radios on the cars and we would take our own cars have our own gas so people had to pitch in gas money mm-hmm. so it was those kind of days and everything the stuff was provided from the department and we went from there so shout out to visit if anyone from visit's listening it's always fun Valparaiso University yeah there you go team. there you go yep there you go lose it so what about you chief meteorologist so Chris Yates where would you make you where would you think I would have fallen uh, where, where do you think I would have gone okay so you started in music mm-hmm. so I feel like if you hadn't done meteorology you would have either stuck with music and gone on and done that or you would have leaned on uh, EMA okay that's my guess. Uh, you play? I know you sing, but do you play any instruments? I don't play any instruments. Okay, I so you, you'd be a lounge singer I'm just <laughs> in Denver, Colorado, at the airport. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like a great future. Great alternate no. reality. <laughs> sounds like a fun second job, though. Um, I, I I would say teaching like voice lessons or teaching like at a school, like a choir teacher. Ooh. But that's all I can think of off the okay. top of my head. So, in in a way, for at least a small portion of my life, it would have been correct. But for most of my childhood and young adult life, what I wanted to be more than anything was a pilot. Ooh. Really? Yes. I feel like a lot of kids had the pilot phase. Yeah, nope. I, was, I still want to be a pilot. You still want if to be I can a pilot. ever, if I can get to the point in my career where I can afford to get lessons, I would. With my wife's permission, <laughs> that's, that's probably the bigger hump <laughs> is getting my wife's permission to say, "Hey, honey, I'm going to take lessons in a single engine plane. <laughs> See you in an hour and a half." Um, that would be that would be fun. I've I always wanted to be a commercial pilot. I actually have models at home of commercial airlines. Oh, really? That's cool. I love. I am. I love being. I would love being a pilot. To me, that was the coolest job as a kid. My dad collects die cast like planes mm-hmm. like com- and commercial he does more commercial i was more into the military side of things like oh the warthog which is my favorite like plane and i do love ac-130s but my dad was really big into like oh look at the southwest it's the blue oh this one's the old orange yep. color like oh this one's frontier and you know, i was like cool dad can i play with my warthog now <laughs> there were times when um as a kid if we were in downtown san diego my dad would take us to the end, you know, if we're down there, he would spend 30 minutes with us, let's go stop by the airport. We just watched the planes take off. And I would, and yeah. I would, I mean, I can look now and identify from a plane that's at cruising altitude, tell you, tell you what kind of plane it probably is. And I was really good at this as a kid, not as much anymore. Um, but if I could even just get a sliver of the paint, if I can see it, I could tell you what the airline was. That's cool. And I don't, again, things have changed since I was kid. I'm not able to do that now, but... It was really that was before you had flight aware apps and yeah. I mean I'm like <laughs> I know where that plane's going. Chris <laughs> Chris like, was the flight aware app. I was yes. as a kid. My, my dad does that. Like there was times we were driving down the road and I was like, Hey dad, where do you think that's going? And he's like, looking at it, okay, it's southwest, it's flying at that altitude. Midway. And you look it up later. So, sure enough, midway. So your dad is the Mark McGregor of planes. Yes. I, I even told uh, Mark that. I was like, he, he, my dad, he's obsessed with trains. Or not trains, uh, planes. He likes trains too, but he loves planes. Um, we used to do that too. If mom was doing something in like Chicago or outside of Chicago at one of the malls there, it's like, all right, bud, 
we're gonna go since we're close by let's go hit up o'hare so we'd go up to o'hare and we just sit and watch yep. planes and that was like his treat if he got to drop off mom he'd get to go sit at o'hare um he drove me all the way up to my buddy's house in cicero one time and dropped me off and he's like cool i'm gonna go to midway i'll see you later and so he just, <laughs> he just sits there and watches the planes take off it's like the it's, funnest thing for him yeah. we, i can't tell you how many saturdays we've spent uh, going up to O'Hare or Midway and just watching planes. Um, I've been to the Gary Airport a couple times for the air show. To I didn't watch know them. Gary had an airport. Gary has an airport, yeah. Cool. Um, that's, that's actually where they have the staging for the air and water show in Chicago. So we'd watch them the night before when they do their routines, practice up a bit, and then they go out the next day and go fly out on Lake Michigan when you're watching actual. And they'd like fly out there and then they'd come back and park there and uh, Gary. So we, I've spent a lot of time at those airports. Uh, and I was talking to Brian earlier today, our uh, photog. I've been to so many air shows as a kid. So that's all thanks to Papa Sherwinski. So I didn't get the bug that I want to fly, but it's just one of those things that I was surrounded by as a kid. Oh, I would love it. It is still a dream of mine. If I get a chance to, I would. I went from wanting to be a pilot to hating flying. Yeah, I, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of planes. I don't, <laughs> I don't like flying and it's not the heights for me. But um, fun fact about meteorologist Molly Naslin, before I got the weather bug, um, I wanted to be a volcanologist. Ooh, that, that ties in a little bit. I wanted to be a volcanologist or a geologist. That's, yeah. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, those are some cool ones. That's uh, probably more my dad's realm of where he would like to be. If he had an alternate career, he would be doing something like ge- geology and yeah, yeah, I like it. I yeah, especially earthquakes. I like oh, the study so of earthquakes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah seismology is kind of cool. Oh yeah, I, it's it's crazy because it's like oh we can kind of tell you that there's going to be severe weather today and there's a chance you know the ingredients are there we can have severe weather. Not so much with hurricanes. There's not as uh, okay. We've got about a day or two before we know if there's going to be a or not hurricane a oh. earthquake and it's like <laughs> oof. We've got a few. We've got a few tremors. Yeah, yeah. It seems like we're going to have something here <laughs> yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that's like a shorter time span. Like oh wait a minute. <laughs> Huh, did you feel that? Huh? Certainly. Oof. Um, so my next now, I guess. Yeah. Go Since for you it. wanted to go last. Go oh, for it. Man. <laughs> okay. So um, if I wasn't a meteorologist, uh, golly, I'm trying to think of all the jobs I wanted to do when I was real little, veterinarian. Oh. Because I like animals. I love yeah. animals. I see that. Yep. Yeah. Um, Molly can attest every time we go to one of our coworkers' house, she mm-hmm. has her pets, and I'm just like, ooh, you, ooh, you, all the time. <laughs> yes, I'm pet, I'm every pet, time. I'm petting all the animals. I'm always showing her videos of animals because I love animals. Um, the zoo is one of my favorite places. Love Brookfield Zoo growing up as a kid. Um, I guess that was what I wanted to be was a veterinarian and then a big animal veterinarian. So it's like, oh, I want to do like tigers and zebras. Oh, and, like a zoo or something like that? Yeah. That'd and then, be cool. And then I was like, that, and then my mom told me, that's uh, eight years of school. And it's like, oh, so I have to go through all high school and then just, <laughs> yeah, no, it's eight years plus high school. <laughs> it's Adam. eight years oh. college. <laughs> that was at the point where I decided I don't want to go to college and ended up obviously going to college now that I'm a meteorologist. Um, for a little bit, it was a very short window. Uh, I wanted to be a firefighter, Ooh. but it was like a, probably a couple of weeks. I just remember like burning. I was like, I want a fire truck. I want a fire truck for Christmas. And my mom and dad are like, okay. And I never got one, which is fine. But, uh, trying to think of what else, um, teacher was another one. Uh, history, oddly enough, I'd rather do history than science. I could, I could see it. Oh yep. yeah. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm big, big history buff. Yeah. So I'm more of a history person than, I mean, I love science and science would be my second choice. Um, when I told my mom that, she was like, well, you like history? I know you like history, bud, but 
there's a big thing for math teachers. And I went, ew, math, never mind. I don't want to do teaching <laughs> And now. then he became a meteorologist. Yeah, which was <laughs> ironic. So, oddly enough, we're English teachers. I'm like, I don't want to do English. Meh. Um, try to think of some other jobs. There's always um, – I one I didn't really pursue in high school and I started to get a taste for in college was um, performing. Not performing as in, like, what Chris does with singing because I can't sing. I, I can – but I can't, if that makes any sense. Not as well as Chris Yates over here. <laughs> um, but more of a I, – I was the crusader for four years at Valparaiso University, so I was the mascot. And uh, that helped. Kind of, kind of like bit me in the butt of like, hey, I want to be in front of people and showing off in front of people. Um, and then I did Voodoo, which was our improv group in college. And uh, that was really fun to just on the fly make scenes up and go from there and play games. And so I, I guess – acting question mark or improv or something like that i guess but then i i don't know if i could have the patience to grind it out and finally see like okay here's my big break here's my big break um maybe a writer too i mean i like to write when i'm not at work because we're right working or writing for news is a bit different than writing yeah, for. It's, it's different it's way different and your thoughts are and, and when you do it so many times in a day like we read and write all the time it's like you know what maybe i don't want to do that on my time off so I know last year I didn't do as quite as much writing because a the pandemic and b because of uh, work I wasn't doing as much writing. But and so I was like, oh, I want to write again. Started writing and then I came here and it's like, oh, I got to start writing for work again. So yeah, never mind. <laughs> never mind. We'll take a pin, put a pin in that. Um, so yeah, I've always liked TV. I guess that's why I was a t- wanted to be a TV meteorologist is because I love science, uh, especially natural science, and I love. Um, TV. And as a kid, I can't tell you how much TV I watched as a kid. Anytime someone makes a reference to a TV show, I nine times out of ten know exactly what they're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, so I guess the TV and weather kind of came together because of that. But yeah, yeah, I've always wanted to work in TV and education was kind of cool for a little bit. And then I realized, again, they don't get paid enough for all they do. So love you, teachers. You guys put up with a lot. You deserve more. You deserve more. I could see you as an improv. Me too guy 100 percent. part of an improv troupe i mean the other day i was jumping around in the studio i don't know if molly was in there or not i was jumping around in the studio at randy one of our co-workers and uh she was like wow you're so animated i'm like that's just the crusader coming back it's the performer coming back <laughs> at me. everyone described me i think one of my uh, college friends was like oh yeah you remind me of like a john candy and i'm like i was going for more of a chris farley you know jumping around falling breaking things by accident you know that kind of movement because he's all over the place have you ever seen chris farley Big guy that's just moving. I keep my animations to uh, the weather forecast. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Hey, we always joke that I'm the short one here, but that means I have more room on the green screen to move around, and I true. take advantage of it. We, it is true. That is very true. Um, I'm going to pose another question. What career fields did you know as a kid that you did not ever want to touch and that mm. o- other people would find interesting? That's the one I have to think about. Doctor. That's one for me, too. Never. I, could, I couldn't be a doctor. Like, well, I wanted to when I was little because my mom works in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was a lifeguard, and I had to deal with bodily fluids of all sorts. And I said, yeah. nope, I don't want this as a full-time <laughs> job ever. Well, while Chris is thinking, I'm going to let him keep thinking. Right. I guess engineer and doctor or two because those are more school, and those are harder parts of school. I think – Engineers have it pretty rough. I roomed with an engineer my sophomore year, and I was like, you know what? 
I thought math was bad for me, but holy yeah, I'm cow. Good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. So uh, engineering, I just, it seems so complicated for for what they do, and they do a great job. I mean, I've got a cousin, and my cousin's husband is an engineer, and he explained it to me one time, and I was like, hmm. No. That's overly complex, and I don't understand it, but Any but more it works. physics than what I had to take for yes. my degree, no thank you. And I, I like physics to a certain degree, like Newtonian physics, that's kind of cool. But when we start getting to like, okay, let's dive even further, it's like, okay, let's not, please, let's not. Entropy, <laughs> oh my gosh, no, no, I don't want to talk about entropy today. Um, so I guess physics was another one. I'm trying to think of, there was one I really didn't want to do. Oh, salesperson, because I did that when I was at, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is funny because my father used to be a salesperson uh, at one point in his uh, working career. And, um, you know, he kind of, he's he's good at it. He was good at it, and he gave me some tips when I was working at Gander Mountain because you have to, like, you know, tell people, hey, hey, were you looking for something? Like, let's help you out. You know, yeah, you know, because you're trying to help them find whatever they're looking for. And I was like, I just, I don't want to bug people. I'm more of a, no, it's okay. You keep looking. I'm just going to go <laughs> no, 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 hold some things. No, 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 it's fine. It's just fine. forget I asked. Um, it's fine. And like, Adam, you have to go, Adam, you have to go up to people, and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, excuse <laughs> okay. me, sir, would you? What are you looking for? Camping stuff. Uh, okay. Well, there's some camping stuff here. What are you What are you looking for in particular? Tents. Uh, so that's a nice tent. Orange <laughs> is cool. <laughs> I wasn't that timid, but it just felt like I was being that timid. Or or, or if you're into blue, there's one over here. <laughs> my my mom also works in retail. My dad did too at one point, and so I've I've seen that side of retail, and I just don't want the. I always thought our schedules were rough, but it's never consistent with retail. It's never consistent. Mm-hmm. I did that going through college and stuff. Not fun. Yeah, you were doing a clopin one it, day. It got me through school, but. Yeah, you're going through clopin one day. The next day you're off. The next day you've got a opening. The next day you're closing. The next day you're in for truck. Oh, I hated being in for truck. Oh, I was the. <laughs> I was the. So at one point I had like three different jobs in college. Good night. Oh. It was I rough. remember those days. And I was a manager. One of those was a manager, shift manager at a Pizza Hut. And uh, so I would <laughs> I would be the closing shift manager, which means then I had to go to school for my 8 a.m. Spanish class. So I'd leave at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and just got the store closed down. Then I'd have to somehow get some sleep, wake up, go to class. I always showed up late, always, because I couldn't get out of bed. But that's what caught my uh, wife's attention prior to her being my wife. <laughs> so that you never sl- slept? No, that I was always late to Spanish <laughs> oh, class. okay. <laughs> She's like, who's that guy who always walks in 10 minutes late? <laughs> Sleep-deprived, Chris. Yes. Sleep-deprived, air's wet, because I just got out of the shower. Um, so this one, there's a couple. Okay, good. Um, I was shy as a kid, I, I and I am still kind of shy. Outside of um, if... If you were to come up to me um, randomly during, uh, even today, if you were to come up randomly to me at a store, I'd probably be fairly quiet. Everybody take notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I'm a very quiet and very shy person. Unless I'm prepared to, to meet and, and talk and mingle, then I'm, then I'm often very quiet to myself. So if you come up to me and I am happen to be quiet, I apologize. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> but uh, I, uh, so I'm still kind of shy. I'm still very quiet. No, that's kind of hard to believe me on TV. So I would say as a kid, um, I remember seeing a reporter out at the county fair and I remember thinking to myself, I would never do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, 
things change as you get older. You find out what you're good at. Um, but so there, there, there's that, there's that one. Um, I never, I, I found my way to this. The next was in the military. Now, my parents were both in the military, both Navy, mm-hmm. and we moved around a lot. And um, I saw what deployments did, how how much it hurt when they would leave and come back. And thankfully, I mean, my dad served in, and my mom did too, uh, times of war, but they were never in combat directly. Uh, my dad, I think, was, I mean, he's, he was on a ship and he would be out in, you know, the Middle East somewhere, but we were fine. We thought he was going to be okay. Um, so that was a little nerve-wracking, and I didn't want to do that. Now, when it came time to find colleges, I almost went into or looked into the Air Force Academy. Again, that goes back to me wanting to be a pilot. And the reason I didn't go through with that is because I, there was no guarantee I would be a pilot. I would have to, I yeah. mean, even within the Air Force, you have to be only the top of the top of mm-hmm. the class. become. And I was like, oh, if I can't guarantee to be a pilot, then <laughs> – I don't know if I'm going to do that. And I, I really, again, I have a lot of respect for the military. I've seen the sacrifices they've made. Um, I wanted to do, I wanted to be home. I wanted to be with my family. I didn't want to be deployed for so many years, and I didn't want to put my wife and my kids through that. Uh, I don't even think my parents wanted that for me. And so when I had an opportunity to go to college, that's what I did. Um, but, again, um, those who have served and continue to serve – Far braver, <laughs> were able to do something I could not could not have brought myself to do as when I was younger. I don't think I can still bring myself to do it today, unless I mean I absolutely had to. But um, but yeah, um, but we all find ways to do things. You know, this is what we do. We serve the public through weather information. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but uh, that would be those would be the two things. Um, although I did still think if you ever get I don't know if you've ever been on a naval base or any base at all, Marine base. It is really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've done – I love going – every time I go back to California, I love going on to the base with my dad and and checking out where he's working on. It's really cool. Well, I'm not allowed – I don't think they – he hasn't let me on his – he's he's doing stuff when the ships come back into port. He's retired, but he still works contracts through the military. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, it's really cool to see those ships up close and personal if you haven't get a chance to do that. And you go uh, – you can do tours of the ships when they're in – I mean, I don't think you can tour the ones that are active, but right. the retired ships, it's really cool. It's really cool to see what we have. Um, but I remember as a kid going to all the all the air shows. And yeah. As a, oh. This is my childhood, man. Military. <laughs> I love them. Fantastic. My, my, my childhood, yeah. I remember one time at the Air and Water Show, uh, I think it was the Blue Angels. I'm like, mm-hmm. where are they at? Where are they at? And my dad's like, they're coming. Because he, he would have a scanner in his pocket, and so he'd pick up some of the traffic from, from oh, them. Oh, nice. So he knew where they were coming from. <laughs> you know, I mean, my dad's into it. Like, that is his thing. And so we're waiting, and then all of a sudden, I think he figured it out, but I didn't. He's like, uh-oh. And all of a sudden, right behind us, whoosh. And, my, and I, I don't like loud noises that much. Like, I may be loud at times, but I don't like the boom, the deafening mm-hmm. sounds. And so I didn't have my headphones on. And so they went right behind us and I could hear it and it was loud. And I was just like, ah. <laughs> and I was scared. I was mad. I was mad at them. And I'm like, but they're doing their job. So uh, it was. I was like, why'd you scare me? But I'm like, they don't know it. They scared me. So I've had the chance. I haven't seen the Blue Angels in a very long time. Yeah. I saw, I mean, this was back when Miramar was still a naval base is the last time, which okay. Miramar is in Southern California. Um, Top Gun base there oh really okay, okay oh. so that's where okay yeah that's again i think it's a marine base if it's still a marine base it's been a while um but uh 
so that was the last time I seen the Blue Angels. Now I did see the Air Force Thunderbirds and Cheyenne, and they did that. We were watching them all their formations. And you're like, wait a minute, there's one missing. And right as you ask that question, that is when that one missing comes up right behind you. And now that was, Kaylin was a baby. Kaylin's my oldest daughter at the time. And she slept through this whole thing. Now we had, we put earmuffs on her because we knew you know, it's going to be loud. And I thought that would have woke her up. I look in the stroller, sound asleep. I'm like, this kid can sleep through it. Yeah. I'm looking around. There are kids screaming and crying. The adults are all laughing. I'm laughing because I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you were braced for it. I was like, well, I, I'm like, wait, wait, it one's missing. And then as soon as we all look at it, where's the other one? That's when it whoosh out of nowhere. And we're just oh, it's yeah. fantastic. I, I don't, I can't remember <laughs> if it was the Blue Angels or if it was Thunderbirds that have done that did that. But I, my dad's favorite is the Thunderbirds. My my favorite. I mean, I like both of them equally. I guess. I guess. Le- I guess the snowbirds are my favorite because I never get to see the snowbirds because they're up there in Canada. Yeah. So that's why I never got to see them. And I like Lima Lima because they're from Naperville. Um, I think they're from Naperville or Evanston. One. Of the, I can't remember. But they're from the Chicago area. Um, those are. That's why I like them. But I've think I think I've seen the Blue Angels more. But my dad's favorite is the Thunderbirds. So. He likes planes too much. He actually, I, I was, uh, when I was in Seattle, he was like, can you stop by the Boeing plant and get me a shirt? And I was like, I'm not going to be there, but I have friends going. You want me to, yes, can you have them pick me up a shirt? I'm like, I got, <laughs> I got you, Dad. So, yep. Uh, fun times. Fun conversation. Oh, it's yeah. good to see what we would have done as kids. And We're to, not done. <laughs> to think what I would have not done. I mean, I was happy. I don't know. I don't think I ever thought that far of ahead as hey, work you have to go to every single day. I was like, yeah, I go every once in a while, make some money and come home. It's like, nah, it's a, it's 40 hours a week, bud. Sometimes more if you work yeah, in. I was going to say, sometimes a little more. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It's fun. You know, As to, long as you're doing something you love at the end of the day. And, and to be fair, usually when we're in for something extra, it's something that we enjoy doing anyway. Oh, yeah, we want to be here. Or like, like you know, we're, we're saying extra for the podcast. Or we're saying extra for Thunderstorm coverage, which we enjoy Thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. We like watching their development and everything. So I like watching them, but I, I just... The, the coverage I like the coverage because it's interesting. It's I mean Friday or not Friday Saturday when we had those tornado warnings. Mm-hmm. It was we were constantly moving, constantly keeping up on tabs on things, and that was the like the a little bit of the adrenaline push. And then when it started to wear down towards the end of those warnings, I was like, oh no, I just want these things to end at this point. <laughs> just you, we, we're we're done now. But we're done now. But it is cool yeah. to watch on radar. I know that's and that's the thing I've said in one of our, I think our first podcast. One of the things I like about being a meteorologist is when you watch the radar and you can watch these things develop and you can get paid to watch the radar. I mean, mm-hmm. my job is to watch the radar at times. Babysitting the radar, we talk about that all the time. Yep. So, I mean, I came in early the other day before those storms came up and babysat the radar until, lo and behold, warnings. And then you, you had a buddy for a couple I had hours. a buddy for a couple, for a little bit, yeah. So, but and that's what I think I like about being a meteorologist is just watching that and going out in the field and seeing how the, each storm, no two storms are exactly alike. Even though they're in the same environment, they're not necessarily copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. So, science. Yeah, I love it. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this all up? And tell my joke that I've been holding on to for like oh, three weeks. Is that a joke? I mean, I, I have one more question I can ask you guys. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. You ready? Got- all right. If meteorology meteorology doesn't last as long as you want, the thrill's gone, uh, what would you consider switching to for a career? Because sometimes, you know, not everyone stays in the business forever. Yeah. Um, I, I know a couple of meteorologists recently that have, you've seen on Facebook that have left the business and they've been doing it for quite some time and um, gone to bigger, different things. 
I don't know my I don't know exactly what I would do. Um, one that seems like it is it would be easier to get into would be some sort of teaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At, you know, um, I don't know if I have that kind of passion for it. Um, I, I it's fun, it is fun. Um, uh, especially at a with um, either probably at college level, but I don't know if if I you know I don't know if that's something I would be real happy with. You just took the exact opposite teaching route that I would ever See, take. But that's that I, I yeah. It's easier for me to talk to to older kids and adults than it is the younger kids. I think little kids are hilarious. Oh, so. little kids are fun. <laughs> I just <laughs> I was like, you have two. I've got you. two of them at home. They're fan, they're fantastic. Um, but that would be kind. Of, I would say that would probably be something. I otherwise I would get into something like emergency management. I, I think that would be that would be cool as a, you know. As a, if I were to retire out of broadcast, that would be somewhere I'd also consider. I would say for me, teaching or going back to writing, uh, doing something still with television productions, uh, maybe going for that acting book, maybe going to Hollywood and throwing it all away and just going all to Hollywood and making it big. Yeah, I can do it. Hollywood, where the streets are paved with gold. <laughs> I got a, I got a dream and I got to keep up with it. That sounds very cliche. I appreciate it though. No, yeah, yeah it's a cliche. I appreciate it. Just going hitting all the cliches I can. Um, I but yeah, no, doing. I mean, I just like to perform and still be a, a character around people. I try to entertain as much as possible, mm-hmm. even when I'm not on the green screen. Um, Trust me, that that's a true fact, everyone. Oh yeah, check no. out some of our local. Even today, I think I told you this before. Check out some of our lo- local acting. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. And, I, I and start in, auditioning for for local plays and stuff. I I I looked into some of that stuff and I was like, okay, all right, you can do it. My first real performance was playing Pontius Pilate in our not a play, but our uh, live action uh, Passion of the Christ we did when I okay. was in yeah catechism school. Uh, and I both played Pontius and Peter. I did or was I Paul? I don't remember. I remember playing two characters. I know okay. Pontius was my biggest one, cause, Pontius Pilate, because. He was the bad guy, I guess. The that bad is, guy. Acting is something I know I'm not very good at. Yeah. But yeah, I could be taught it. Well, you act like you like us. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, Chris, don't give me that face. I was teasing. It was a joke. No, he, do, he, does, no. Love, he does love working with us. He'd tell, us. he'd tell us otherwise if he didn't. We're a good group. Oh, uh, we love it. I remember my musical days. Uh, unfortunately, my voice cannot hold up to that stuff anymore. Um, I would probably be a teacher. But I would aim for preschool through first grade. Okay. Love little kids. That's the age, the age group that I taught when I was a lifeguard for swim lessons was preschool to first grade. Um, or uh, probably emergency management. Yeah, if I had to pick a, a grade level to go for teaching, because I didn't add that part, uh, probably middle school to high school. You could you could be the history teacher that's also a football coach. I don't want. That's the thing I don't want to coach. <laughs> I thought about coaching for a long time, and I was like, you know what? I mm, hmm, I actually I, I like actually football, would, but I couldn't do it. I wouldn't mind doing that now. Coaching? If I can swing it with my schedule, I would love to coach football. I've coached. So you're telling me I you don't want me shooting football anymore on Friday nights? No, you want, me not, to, you want me to <laughs> stay back here while you go I'm coach? I'm good. You don't want me. <laughs> That's the problem is that it's it's but it's more than just Fridays. That's, I, I mean, know, that's the, I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. to do it right, because like you could be an assistant in some way, shape, or form. I know we had one coach that would only show up only a couple days out of the week, but that's because of his schedule. Um, but he was more of an assistant, like not paid volunteer coach. Yeah. Um, but you could, I guess, make that work. But yeah, no, you'd have to be there 
from three o'clock all the way to seven, eight o'clock. It does, it does not work with my schedule. It does not work at all with your schedule because <laughs> no, you're getting in at two o'clock. That's yep. usually when you're hanging out with us. Exactly. Yeah. That's equal. No, but that would be fun if I get as I get older, becoming an online coach or something. Wrestling coach is what I thought about doing. Okay. Being wrestling, but this thing, my schedule wouldn't really work well with it. Nah. Because it's more. You're right. It's more yep, than just. It's, tough. It, it's yep. more than Saturdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. What about you? Any coaching prospects? No? I I actually coached swim team. Swim team. When I was a lifeguard. Oh, okay. Yep. You got a prior experience. Yeah, that's the only sport I know how to do is swim. Well, you know so. what? I'm going to – I need you to teach my kids how to swim. I'll do it. We're I, working I with them, but it. they're just not getting it. I, I will do it. I finally got my oldest to learn how to float, though, which well, she learned earlier than I did. <laughs> I didn't learn until I was my, one of my high school years. Uh, I got kicked out of the Aqua Babies class when I was a year and a half, and then I jumped off the diving board. <laughs> yes. Hi, I'm a water baby. <laughs> All right, we about ready to wrap. Was that English? No. <laughs> Are we about ready to wrap this up? Happy yep. Monday! Oh, it's your guys' Monday. <laughs> it's my Friday. Yeah, it's your yeah. Friday. Live it up, live it up, my dude. All right, Molly, you've been holding this one in. Go ahead and give us our lame dad joke of the day. Why was the pelican kicked out of the restaurant? Why? Because his bill was too big. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> oh, my Lord.